admin. I wish I had some. I wish I had a toy <sighs> handy now to hold up at the screen. A toy. Toy business. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell is that? <laughs> It's the mouth. It looks like a sperm. Is it supposed to? Yeah. <laughs> oh, tastes like one too. <laughs> Amazing. It wasn't when you bought it. <laughs> <laughs> it's not really its fault, but it does have a hole in it. So. Speaking of unnecessary holes, shall we uh, do a podcast? Welcome to episode 4 Fruck Unwrapped, the official podcast of Food Review UK, where the product you receive is always a much worse version of what was promised. Tonight we will be discussing food marketing and advertising, but before we get there, he's so tough he could fight Captain Morgan and the Pepper Army animal with one hand tied behind his back. It's Stuart Bullock. Hello Nathan Peterson. How are I, you? Uh, I'm very, very well. What an apt intro. I mean, um, I am well known for uh, fighting with the sausage with one and side behind my back. I... <laughs> it, what, which type of sausage are you referring to? Pepper Army, isn't it? Mm. Yeah. Cool. Wasn't sure if it was a masturbation um, euphemism. Nope. Nope. Not from me. Cool. That's just where my mind went then. Absolutely great stuff. Um, yeah, let's move on. Um, he's entered more homes of unsuspecting women than the milk tray man. It's Michael Jameson. That was short and sweet. To the point as well, yeah, and factually accurate. I like all of that. Well done. Thank you. How are you? <laughs> Thanks for the review. Are you... Are you moving away from food reviews into intro reviews? If I see a gap in the market, I will stick something in it. And uh, this time it happens to be my opinion. I'm glad you only left your opinion stuck in there. Um, are you well, Michael? Are you, are, you, are you good? Yeah, I'm pretty good, pretty good. Been bullied a bit today, I feel, but otherwise Ooh. I'm well. How, how have you been yeah. bullied? Ah, just people taking the piss, aren't they? Okay, cool. Is, this conversation is boring. And finally, <laughs> a man a man who knows the pain and struggle of trying to share a creative process with Michael Jameson. He brings the brains, the charm, the swagger, and the smouldering good looks to the channel, while MJ just does some thumbnails. It's Luke Stevens. Oh, hello. I do the uh, thumbnails. And, yeah. <laughs> oh, so even, even less. I was, I was trying to give him as much credit as I could without... That's fine. If we, if we yeah. can take away thumbnails from him, even better. <laughs> I do I the occasional one. I think I'd I do probably ten percent. I, I I kind of wanted to clarify that fact before I did the intro, but I thought it'd be funny if I left it in. But no, it's even better that he doesn't do them. He can't even oh, be bothered to do that. He, he just sense. shows up generally, and I enjoy his presence. Invited or sometimes, if I'm lucky. <laughs> um. So, Mr. Gopher, welcome to the show. Thank you. It's nice to be here. It's nice to sort of finally speak to you both other than obviously i've met mike before yeah you're a relatively new listener to the podcast i believe i believe michael finally 
tied you down and made you listen to the podcast yeah. this year maybe even i can't remember how long it's been now but um yeah i'd say a few months or so i've, I've recently sort of got into podcasts a bit more and mm-hmm. i think it's i may as well listen to the the frock one <laughs> since uh and it's actually turned out to be very good not that i'm surprised but yeah, the, the use of the word actually there was, was I think, the key one. It's yeah, I regret that. <laughs> I've known uh, Mike a long time, so uh, <laughs> yeah, standards yeah. are pretty low. Exactly. <laughs> um, so, I mean, the most important uh, question first. What is exactly the worst thing about Michael Jameson? Oh. Um, I'd say the relentlessness, if I'm honest. Just, mm-hmm. just it, it never stops, ever. Yeah. And yeah. That can be a good thing. Like I, I've likened him to a to a puppy with uh, just boundless energy. And, but it's uh, when he starts shitting on shitting on the carpet, it gets a little bit too real. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and humping the neighbours. It's, it's just not on, really. <laughs> um, so I, I alluded to it in the intro there, but uh, probably the best thing for you to, for us to sort of promote for you is uh, is sweaty thumbsticks. So tell us what. Sweaty Thumbsticks is, um, and uh, yeah, why people should head over there and uh, subscribe. Um, well, we do sort of let's plays, and um, I'm starting to feature my like gaming collection in there a little bit more because that's sort of where my passion lies. And um, it's basically just Food Review UK with Mike's sense of humor and everything, but with games instead. So I don't know if that's just just erase the channel from YouTube or not, but. <laughs> <laughs> yeah you're I'm, I'm trying to get you to sell the uh the, the channel not to... yeah i've not been off to a good start have i really on that one no not, not really not really um we try really hard mm. Does that count for anything? <laughs> <laughs> god love god loves a trier um so it's all it's, it's, it's mainly concerning gaming so question is what's your favorite game of all time of all time all uh, time all not just time. now all time I would say Skies of Arcadia, I think, either on the Dreamcast or GameCube. Ooh. Just um, it's a personal favourite of mine. I played it first time round on the Dreamcast. Um, for those who don't know about it, it's basically Sky Pirates in a sort of, I think it's either Darwinian sort of, maybe not Darwinian, but in a sort of, a sort of fancy universe, basically. I'd, I'd never heard of this. I, lit- I literally just typed in Skies on Google and the first thing that came up was Skies of Arcadia. Is this is this a, is this a big game? Is this like something I yeah. should know? Is it a hey, franchise now, isn't it? It's really not. <laughs> um, well, I mean, there's about what ten games. There's literally two, and one of them's a remake. So no. No, I mean Scott, the Skies of series. Is, is Are you thinking of, of Tales? The Tales of series. Yeah, almost yeah. certainly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, it was quite big on the Dreamcast, but the Dreamcast wasn't really. A hugely successful console so if you if you had a dreamcast you'd know about it but if not it kind of probably would have passed by unless you managed to pick it up on the gamecube but yeah it's all sort of um sky pirates basically big sort of floating pirate ships um really good story really good music and just yeah one of my favorite games of all time cool and, and, and what are you playing now what's your, your current obsession um i've just finished diablo 3 on the ps4 and Something that Mike would be interested in, not that he's looking very interested at the minute on his phone. I'm fucking researching. Why do I always get do you guys not fit? sorry I'm sorry that I can do two things at once. I can multitask. And be rude at the same time, it's fine. Um and I've just yeah, in uh, in Mike's interest started um 
Planet Coaster. Right. Oh, very nice. Uh, our recent theme fest, I fancied um, making my own theme park, basically. So yeah, that's kind of my gaming needs catered for at the minute. Uh, let's go around the room, since we're on games. Uh, Michael, your favourite game of all time is Donkey, Donkey Kong King Country, or something like that? Um, yeah, probably Donkey Kong Country 2, Diddy's Conquest, um, sort of Uncharted series slash The Last of Us is I sort of recognise The Last of Us as the best video game I've made, but yeah, Donkey Kong Country 2 is probably my favourite. Uh, are you playing games at the moment, Michael? Are you? Um, I'm always playing Hearthstone, so I play that every day. Uh, the new new set of that's just been announced, so that looks really cool. Um, and playing a little bit of FIFA. I have actually played Planet Coaster fairly recently, but it just takes too much time for me to dedicate to so i can't get into it as much as i'd like um and i actually I pre-ordered like a few games recently i pre-ordered marvel legends 3 on the switch and actually no i don't think i've pre-ordered anything else but i've booked a day off i booked off the 15th of november to play the new star wars game and the new pokemon game because they come out on the same day which i thought was a bit too much to ask of a human being you booked it off. Yeah. You booked it off. Yeah, I sort of had to, really. My hand was forced. How how very, very good of you. Um, Stuart, you're you're not massively known for your gaming, but I believe you, you dabble. Yeah. Have you uh, what's your favourite game of all time? Football manager. To the point where I'm not allowed which, to play it anymore. Um, which year? You, Any particular not, year? I, I used to play I used to play it like keep keep quite up to date with it, so I would buy the, the new one. So I was a big championship manager player. Mm-hmm. Obviously, like back end of the nineties, really, really oh, smashing yeah. it. Um, all the way through the early two thousands, up to about maybe, maybe about seven or eight years ago, when I um, right. I, I, ha- I, ha- I have I've got a problem. I'm I'm massively addicted to Football Manager. Barely a day goes by when I don't think about downloading it and starting a game on it, but I can't because um, I just go go deep. I will pl- I will sit there and play for twenty hours straight. Um, I did like I got to the point once where Bradford City were the best team in the world. They built a new stadium. They named it after me. I was I was the most respected man in world football. Um, and then I, I finished that game. I was like, I might start another game. And Gemma just why, why would you start another game? You've just won Football Manager. What's the point? <laughs> can't I can't do it. Uh, I have to do- stay away from it. Yeah. Sounds it a, a bit like a... how people get with World of Warcraft, doesn't it? Yeah, I dabbled in World of Warcraft, but I luckily I didn't get proper sucked into it. It was just didn't stick, but it was a good game. Never, never tried it. Never tried it. Never really appealed to me. But hey ho! Right, um, moving on. Um, Look, you're probably aware of um, that we do with new guests, random questions. Yep. So if you would like to throw three numbers between one and ten at me, and I will ask you the relevant questions. Um, do, I, do you want all three now or just one at a time? You choose. I'm going to bookend it by going one and ten and then square in the middle with five. Oh, I love a man with, with who's got a system. That's actually right. closer to one than ten. This it is, yeah. It's not square in the middle. Five point five is square in the middle. But... I'll tell you what. I'll well, ask if you've got you a five and a half. That'd be great. I'll ask you the first half of question five and the second half. I've got a five and a half. I've got a five and a half, but it's not a question. 
But <laughs> <laughs> by help me God, I'm going to answer it. <laughs> and I'm going to do them in that order. So number one, would you rather eat chocolate flavored poo or poo flavored chocolate? It's an absolute classic. It is a classic. And I always wonder why limit to just one. Can I have both? <laughs> you, oh. I mean, no one's. I don't think anyone's answered that. I'm, I'm, I'm happy for you to. to it just do lacks that. ambition, really. But obviously, it's um, poo flavored chocolate. It has to be. It's the only one that's probably not going to kill me. <laughs> well, um, yeah, I think people forget that that poo is 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 you know it's there's a health concern associated yeah. with eating fecal matter. It's not great, is it? Have you ever had anyone answer? Uh, not if you eat. Uh, Michael Jameson, I think we asked on like the first time we we did the questions. I'm fairly certain he he went. Oh, it's obvious. Oh, and, have you had a human answer that though? Um, no. no. <laughs> um, I uh, <laughs> I can't remember what I was going to say. <laughs> Good, glad you inter- glad you interrupted. Number ten. Are you allergic to any foods? Um. Not as far as I know. I've recently started sort of being a bit more sensitive to like jalapenos and sort of spicy stuff, but I wouldn't say I was allergic. They just give me a bit of a an odd stomach, I'd say. But yeah. I, I still eat them because they're delicious. So when you say an odd, when you say an odd stomach, what pain or is it gas or is it? What's, what's, uh, let's let's get to the bottom of this. Let's, <laughs> let's, see if we can, let's see if we can web MD you. Nice. Uh, well, it's definitely cancer then. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, just like. Just a general sort of like gurgling and unease, like yeah. not sort of you know nothing to go to the doctors about, but yeah. just a general unhappiness, I'd say, from my stomach area. <laughs> were, you, but, were you good with heat before that? Were you? Say that again, sorry. Uh, were you good with heat before that? Yeah, like when I was sort of maybe early twenties, late teens, I had the whole sort of phase of you know food has to be a test type thing and eat as spicy as I can. And now it's more about like the flavour and stuff, but like, I don't mind a bit of heat. Right, and now question 5.5. What is the sexiest? What would you be? You can interpret that question however you wish. What is the sexiest? What would I be? Yeah, I mean, the the two questions are what is the sexiest fruit or vegetable? And if you were a food, what would you be? But if we're going down the middle, it's what is the sexiest? What would you be? Uh, Sexiest fruit, definitely strawberry. I know you've had some uh, phallic answers. Interesting. Definitely strawberry. Is that because it's associated with, um, you know, trying to butter you up, sort of your, your woman? Just have you ever seen a lady eat a strawberry? Generally, I have. Yeah, yeah. It, it's pretty impressive the way their lips like curl up when they eat it. It's amazing. <laughs> Just, oh, I, need, I need a few minutes now. <laughs> I don't I don't when I watch you eat it they're not naked so I don't get to see their lips curl up. <laughs> oh, great. That wasn't yeah, that wasn't what I meant, but okay. Um Jesus I'll have, to, I'll have to try that one. And, get, uh what would I be? Cocktail in it does, it to, does this have to be a food because I'm kind of wishing I was anywhere else but now anywhere else but here now because of my <laughs> yeah. comments. That makes that makes three of us. Yeah. Uh, that's fine. All right. Let's move on. Lovely stuff. Um, as we all know, next up, Quivia. Yes. Whoa. Here we are. Those two are 
Brain of Quivia. Right. Last week, I asked you all a question. Are you any good with languages? See. See. Uh, it, all, it was all leading to this, to be honest, because I needed to Wait. know I wasn't going to... Uh... Sorry? <coughs> Sorry. Sorry, Michael? Why? Why? What? No way. I'm good with languages. Wait. Wait. Why is everyone flexing right now? <laughs> I don't know. Is, is this, are you trying to be Ding Dong? That's, <laughs> certainly think I can... Um, what I've done is I have six food um, mottos. No, not mottos. Slogans, that's the word. Um, I've got six food slogans, and I'm going to ask you what the food is that relates to that slogan. Easy. You have, right. you have two options. You can go for the easy, which is the English, or you can go for the hard, which is the French. Uh, the I, French. I like it hard, so. Correct. Uh, the French comes with it three points. However, if you get it wrong, your opponents get a point each. So there's a big wow. risk reward. Yeah. Okay. And so, sorry, what's the English version? You get one point for if you get the, the English one version right. But oh, you're... so you're going to... Sorry, wait. What? I don't understand. Right. So I've got six food slogans. If you'd been listening, instead of flexing your muscles, Michael, you might have understood. I've got six food slogans, which I will give to you, and you will um, tell me what food it relates to. Oh, food... sorry. Right. Yeah, with you. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I can give you the English one, and you'll get one point if you get it correct, or zero if you get it wrong. Or I can give you the French version, and you can have three points if you get it correct. But if you get it wrong, your opponents get a point each. Okay. So, for example, uh, you would you would either say "I love water" or "Je j'adore eau." Correct. Yes. And then but, I'd say, "Oh, that refers to water." Yeah, of course. But I won't tell you both of them because that would defeat the object. Really, I, I, of, you, you of, choose whether you. Of course, of course. Yes, of course. Please don't insult um, my intelligence. Wow. Okay, and we will start with our guest, Luke. Can you give me a number between one and six, please? Four. Four. And would you like the uh, English or the French? I'm going to go French. Good. You've given me the hardest one to pronounce. Great. (laughs) (laughs) Tu passes que la dame aime le plateau de lait. Apologies to all our French listeners out there. Got it. Yeah, I've got it. Yeah, I think so. Do I answer first? Uh, it's just you. It's just you. Answering. Oh, it's just me. Um, yeah. Is it milk tray? Yeah. It is Ooh. indeed milk tray. He's in, in with. He is in with three. Uh, we'll go nice. to MJ next. Oh, it's giving me some confidence, isn't it? <coughs> Would you say that's a hard one or? Um, it's always hard. But okay. Uh, Fuck it. Go hard or go home. I'll go French. For which for which one between one number and six two. except for number two, j'adore ça. Um, uh, I love. Well, so I love ça. I think it might be salt, but I don't remember that slogan. I love ça. Fuck it, I say salt. Uh, that is one point to Stuart and Luke. Think what I was it? Salt. Does anyone know? You won't get bonus points for it, but uh, is, is it McDonald's? It is McDonald's. I'm loving it. Yeah, yeah. 
Are you kidding me? The song that I was before we started recording, I had <laughs> playing. Fucking hell. Sorry, mate. Uh, Stuart. Hello. One, uh, three, five, or six. Francais. Uh, uh, toi, s'il vous plaît. Toi. Toi, s'il vous plaît. <laughs> Alors, men... <laughs> Sorry? Just like men speaking French with their English. Correct. I mean, this is, this is horrendous. <laughs> à la travail sur un ouf. Oh. Uh, oh, nice one. Yeah, cheers, mate. It's the, uh, <laughs> it's go to, it's the go to work on an egg. It's, so it's, the eggs. <laughs> it's go to work on an egg, yes. Mm. So that's three, three for Stuart. Back to you, Luke. One, five, or six? Uh, I'll go with five, I think. And I'll <coughs> stick with the English. I'm going to play safe on that one. Ooh. Good things come to those who wait. Oh, that's really annoying. I actually know what that one is, but I can't remember what it's called. I can't. Are you going to have a guess, or do you uh, want to pass? Is it some sort of alcohol? Um... It's not like Guinness, is it? It's not like Guinness. Is it Guinness? Yeah. Oh, thank God. Uh, Michael, one or six? It has to be six, doesn't it? Prond and... (coughs) Right, we'll start this again. Oh, yeah, do you want English or uh, (laughs) French? Guess I'll go French, mate. You sort of forced my hand. No, you can go go English if you want. I just assume you go French. I'll go French. Okay. Prond un pause. Oh, Long, okay, so big, big pause, big bear, big pause, big pause. Big bear. Easy. Yeah. Say again. Prawns and pawn. A uh, pawn. <laughs> <laughs> That's a different French. Yeah, correct. Prawns and pause. <laughs> Uh, fish and chips. <laughs> God. No, that's obviously poms. Um, oh, I don't know. Poms <coughs> and poms. They didn't teach me this one. Mrs. Flavia. Um, oh, fucking hell, I don't know. Uh, prawn, prawn, prawn cocktail. Oh, you absolute mug. Stuart, I think, knows, which is... You're going to have a pop, Stuart? There's no bonus points for you. But... It's Kit Kat. Let's take a break. Yeah, have a break. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, fuck off. No one's going to get that. Uh-huh. Right. So me and Luke get one point each, do we? You do, and you are the final competitor. How, how, many, how many points do you get for getting the English one? One. One. Um, right, so Luke's currently on six. MJ's currently on nothing. Luke's, yep. Luke's on eight. He's not. No. And I'm no, currently on four. Go. No, I'm currently on five. So I have three for, points for... Hang on, don't you get three points for getting the French one? Yeah, he went French and English. Yeah, I went English for the second one. And he's got Uh, two points off of yours for five and six, uh, where Stuart has three, four, five. Have you planned a tie-break? I mean, who would do a quivia? And just bear with me. And (laughs) not. Yeah, I, I, I I can come up with one. No, to be fair, no, mate, it's not no, like it's not like you should have known to plan a tiebreaker. It's not like you, anyone could be expected to do research whether they would or should uh, create a tiebreaker. It's not like you've got experience running quizzes. So the, the joke there is that I am been planning. I have been planning a tiebreaker for another quiz, and I didn't do one for this. 
Uh, Fran- 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 you say France, but... Read it again, please. Pouvez-vous manger toi? Pouvez-vous? I've bummed it. I've absolutely bummed it. Uh... Think of think of this though. Not only does this hand it to uh, Luke, but it also means MJ gets a point. So you really do need to win this. It's like doubly good, isn't it? <laughs> oh yeah, am I on? Am I on zero? You are on zero. Yeah. Excellent. I'll be on one then. I'm going to give Stuart five more seconds. Um, I think I can't remember the slogan. It's something like "Can you eat a whole one?" Four. Um, is it a Yorkie? Two. It's not Yorkie. No, I'm afraid it's not. Well done, Luke. Thank you. Um, One. The correct answer there was wheat. How do you eat Can your you wrong? eat three? Uh, oh, I was basically uh, right. Mange toi. I thought you mange et toi. Mange et toi. Oh, yeah. did you think I was talking about mange, mange too? Mange et toi. Eat and you. Yeah. No, I'm afraid not. Mange et toi. I, I apologise that I've butchered the French language throughout that. Yeah, it was your um, pronunciation. That's fine. You ruined that's that That's fine, quiz. blame me. Well, you blame don't, me. I, I am blaming you. You ruined the quiz. No, no I'm <laughs> saying blame me. I'm, that's fine. I'll, I'll, I'll take the criticism. Blame me. Good. Just saying I had the uh, most difficult pronunciation but still got it right somehow. That's, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I got a point. <laughs> I've no. never seen you so happy. Well done, Michael. <coughs> but but mainly, well done, Luke. It's been I think it's been a while since a guest's won, so it's nice. It's very nice. Glad to represent the guest team. Nate here. If you're like me and have a dangerous amount of disposable income that you can't be trusted with, why not head on over to patreon.com and give some of it to your favourite food review channel and podcast provider? And while you're there, why not give us some money? Whee! Nah, but seriously, patreon.com forward slash food review UK. Help us get Gossy some new glasses or something. He looks ridiculous. Uh, right, so tonight's show, as I've intimated, as the uh, Quivia has probably um, suggested, tonight we're talking about food marketing, food advertising, and pretty much anything in that realm. Um, I think it would be remiss of us to go any further if we didn't celebrate the winner of um, last show's uh, Royal Crumble, which very much plays into the food marketing side of life. Um, Obviously, if you've not listened to that episode yet, then I don't know why you've skipped it and you've come here. But, um, guys, how do we feel the fallout has gone from from Pepper Army Animal Mm. crushing his... Uh, his competition well you just need to look at the Pepper Army YouTube channel and I think it says it all Uh, I think that us pushing the brand further and having 
Pepper Army Animal as the win, winner has given them the confidence to upload more marketing, marketing material. They uploaded a video this week featuring some new uh, um, mascots, like a chicken and whatever else was in it. A chicken? Yeah, there's a new chicken, Pepper Army. Oh, interesting. Didn't know that. Mate, is, is there actually a new Pepper Army character then? Yeah, it's like a chicken. <laughs> Not sure how much clearer <laughs> I can be. Um, Brilliant. Cool. Um, we're currently doing the um, the fans vote on uh, the Royal Crumble this week. Luke's been absolutely smashing the comments, giving his breakdown of near enough every fight and why certain competitors would destroy the others, which has been a, a highlight for me. Yeah, I, I disagreed with some, but uh, which, which, which in particular is there any in particular that you can think of that you thought people are being idiotic? I had a question regarding the rules, which may affect my opinion on things. Were, were ring outs considered? Is it a, an official sort of ringed? No, tour? They're all they're all wearing pants. Brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um. Very good question. I have no answer to. I, th- I think it was just in just a car park, maybe, or you <laughs> know, where, a KFC. Yeah, wherever they just happened to stumble upon each other was was uh, their their uh, venue. I um I question the animal's attack power because he's not very big, is he? But no. he's obviously near on in- nigh on invincible. But it's... if ring outs come into play, he's pretty easy to just throw out of the ring, really. Yeah, definitely, definitely not that. Definitely not that. It is purely just fisticuffs, and yeah, it's it's. There's no, you know, if it, if it takes, it's very much like I don't know if you watch Family Guy, but it's very much like Peter versus <laughs> the Chicken. It's it it, it happens. It starts somewhere, but ends potentially somewhere completely different. Yeah, lots of exotic scenery, sort of being Absolutely. thrown through stuff makes Absolutely. sense. In that case, yeah, I'd agree. The animal is pretty much invincible. There's there's not a lot you can do about that, really. Nope. He will keep coming. Yeah. Um, Stuart, have you been? Have you been? <laughs> have you been keeping up to date with the uh, with the results on that? I was pleased that people had more faith in Colonel Sanders than you guys did. Um, I just don't like promoting racism. I suppose I'm. I don't know, I suppose I'm a bit of a, a bit liberal that way. Well, you just lack honesty, don't you? You know, you like to put on a false facade. Um, not really sure what the insinuation is, but I'll take offence Liber- just in li- case. Liberal on the street, racist in the bedroom. I'm racist in all my house. No, I'm, <laughs> I don't know why you're even saying that. Um, do we see anything other than a Tony the Tiger versus uh, Jolly Green Giant finale? Is mm. Captain Morgan still in it? He is, yeah, and he, he's... I but believe he's on Tony Tiger's side, isn't he? Yeah, he is. Yeah, yeah. It's gonna be gonna be Tones versus Gran, isn't it? Yeah. So it's jolly great or something like that. that. Will be that, a tagline. That, that's the obvious final that we probably expected before we got into it, and I think that anyone who votes people through for that obvious final just lacks uh, lacks imagina- imagination. Imagination, yeah, a world of pure yeah. imagination. Yeah. Well, watch this space. It's, 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 I think by the end of this week we may see the final. I don't know. It might be early next week. 
Um, but let's move on to guys. What's your favourite food adverts? Great question. Do you remember the old adverts for uh, Golden Delicious Apples? And it was called Le Crunch. Oh, yes. And, that rings a bell, yeah. And, and they were set in like a, a Prohibition era speakeasy, but it was entirely populated with children, a la kind of Bugsy Malone vibes. And they would all be, they would all be there. Uh, and, and then the, the, the police would raid them and it would all switch upside down, and they'd uh, they'd all be there eating an apple. Weird. Wow. I I remember Le Crunch. I don't remember that. Oh, it was a great great advert. Absolutely. What were they doing before they were eating apples? I can't remember, and it might have even been that they were eating apples first, and then they did something less, you know, less dodgy than eating apples. Uh, but it was a very good advert, like very creative fun advert that I enjoyed a lot. Another one. This is from my childhood. Can I mention a drink? Is that allowed? I know it's not uh, food. Yeah, I mean yeah, I mean I know I've used the word food, but please yeah. feel free to assume drink is also encapsulated. There was a Carlin Black Label advert in the nineteen eighties. The the do you remember the old the eighties tagline for Carling? Um I bet he's at no. Oh yeah, yeah. I did. Yeah. I bet, I bet he drinks Carling. I bet he drinks Carling Black Label. That's it, yeah. There was a series of adverts that would show for Too the nice. entire advert break. And so the first advert would start, finish, the next advert would start, and then the characters from the first advert would invade the second advert. So, for example, there was a guy on a horse, and he would ride into the supermarket. The second advert's like for a washing powder, and then the guy on the horse would ride through. And by the end of the advert break... It's all been one massive long advert for Carlin Black Label. That just used to blow my mind as a kid. It was a phenomenal wow. advert. Absolutely. That sounds amazing. Oh, it was, was wicked. That, was that in conjunction with actual legit adverts? As in, no. like, for example, it was so it wasn't them invading a Daz advert, for example. It was it was just a, a generic fake other advert. Yes, yes. Uh, but it was brilliant. It was absolutely phenomenal. <coughs> How... Um, was that the the, the lads? Because obviously, Colin Black used to be advertised with a couple of like actors who were very laddie, very sort of men behaving badly esque characters. Was it them? Was it? I think this would have been before that. Right, okay. That was more of kind of a nineties kind of loaded culture period yeah. for Carlin, wasn't it? This was very, very much the eighties. You can find the, ad, the the advert on YouTube and stuff, but the quality of it is absolutely dog dirt. Honorable mm. mentions on Bongo, obviously. Um, yep. legendary advert every now and again I am called upon to recite the lyrics to Umbongo and I'm always happy to do so uh, please do it please do it I feel it was hinting there uh, can you can you do it can you do it in your mum's accent we're down deep in the middle of the Congo we took an apricot the quaver and a mango they struck it with the others and they danced it in the tango the rhino said I know we'd call it Umbongo the python picked the passion fruit the mama said the mandarin the parrot painted the said the whole kabooga landed and when it comes to sun and fun of goodness in the jungle they all prefer this sunny funny one we call it Umbongo why I man away <laughs> um, I've got a new ringtone <laughs> <coughs> I think uh, everyone has oh my god uh, that one do you remember the racist Kiora advert I'll be your dog yeah that was weird, wasn't it? But I used to enjoy yeah. that as a child. That was good. Uh, mainly, um, mainly ones from my childhood, like weird, weird, slightly racist adverts about soft drinks. 
yeah, they 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 did love a little bit of racism. The Umbongo one the... was was as well. Like it finished with a like a jet black man appearing, going mm, the new jungle drink from Libby's. Like it was <laughs> very. <laughs> um, <laughs> just just on Umbongo, I I noticed that actually I think it's Burnley are about to uh, sorry to tangent off into football about to sign a player whose surname is Mumbongo, and I've never wanted a player to come to the Premier League more than. Mumbongo, just just oh because my it's, God. it is absolutely built for 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 uh, a song. Um, Luke, what about you? Out of interest, um, before you before you go, how old how old are you? The same sort of age as MJ, Michael. Uh, yeah, I'm thirty four. So <laughs> Michael, Michael, <laughs> right? Yeah, about the same sort of age. Um, similarly, my one of my favourite adverts has sort of racial undertones um it's not my favorite because of that i'd like to point out um <laughs> but the uh the malibu adverts you know the um seriously easy going oh yes like early seriously easy going yep and yeah there's the racism great um well i just yeah i always found them quite funny with them um, just ludicrous situations with them sort of getting very wound up and just saying imagine if the caribbean was uh Took life as seriously as the rest of the world. That was it. And um, just stereotyping them as a, as a bunch of people that just <laughs> yeah don't I mean, take anything seriously. Didn't realise that at the time, but yeah, now <sighs> now you're woke. Yeah, now I'm a uh, liberal snowflake, and I realise all these things. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, I think that's my favourite. It's just there was just something well light-hearted about it, and me and some uh, work friends at the time just found it hilarious. So. Good memories of that one. Yeah, cracking. Any, any others? Um, I, there is definitely a theme. I do like silly accents. So the um, the moose loose to boot this hoose. Oh, oh wine gums. Yes, Maynard. Was yep. it wine, wine gums, gums or was it um, fruit pastels? I can't, oh, I can't okay. remember. Wine gums. Yeah, so at the top of my list right here. Look, wine gums. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Golden Grams also. Brilliant. Oh, you're just going to yep, spoil spoilers. my content, are you, Nate? <laughs> Oh, oh! Shall we? Shall we wait to ask Michael? Or shall I just read out his list? Fucking dairy league triangles. Are you for real? <laughs> Quiet man. What is this? <laughs> yeah, sorry. So, uh, yeah, that, that, that's going back some. I'm quite surprised you remember that one because I yeah. would have thought that was quite a long time ago. I'd say that. 90, was, mate. Yeah, yeah 1990. It's got a Jesus. I'm about five, maybe a bit older. Yeah, that's, that's proper childhood one, that one. Yeah. That's a classic. Yeah. I think it might be one because I remember it vividly. Uh, maybe it was, yeah, early 90s then, somewhere around there. But it helps because my, um, my girlfriend's family, a lot of them are Scottish, so I hear that everywhere. Every time I meet them, it's great. <laughs> and they just wonder why I'm just smiling all the time. It's uh, good times. <laughs> Is that is that how they greet them each other then? Is it? Uh, there's so many mooses in so many hooses, it's ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> it's like an epidemic up there, but they just don't talk about it. it just I can only imagine what the insurance must be like up there. For, for <laughs> yeah, and the British invading. It's all ridiculous. <laughs> um, any others? Um, there's a few others, but they're not quite as, um, as up there as those two. Like uh, Mr. Soft, always oh. from Soft Mints. Just, yeah, just the way he walks will always stick with me. Always, yeah. lovely animation. Yeah, it's mainly just a lot of sweets from my childhood, really. Just that sort of era, I think, are, are some of my favourites. 
It's a good point, actually. Just uh, we'll come to you in a minute, Michael. Though I have spoiled most of your. Don't really need to do we? Um, do, do actually do we find that the subject matter of the advert makes us more um, aware of the advert? I.e., like, do we find that the actual product itself is is, is then ingrains them the advert on our memory more, or is it just that it's the advert itself is just creative? Does that make sense? I can't. I don't know if I've worded that question correctly. Like if it was, if it was a food product you hated, would you do you think you'd remember the advert as much? Oh yeah, I think it comes down to the advert because I don't like. Yeah, yeah, I hate Malibu. So, Fair. Yeah. yeah, cool. Um, Michael, tell us about Dairy Lee Triangles. Uh, well, this might surprise you, Nate, but uh, one of them is one of the um, my. So, so, I don't have to say actually, it's not my favourite uh, advert, but certainly one of the most memorable uh, is. Uh, uh, Dairy Lee Triangles. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Reason being, yeah, reason being, um, guy next door, live Simon. next door to us. <laughs> Sob it up. Yeah, uh, actually, um, it's, uh, it's a young little chap that's uh, sort of lived next door to us. Uh, he uh, uh, sort of uh, viewed himself as uh, a budding actor. Um, and he landed at this uh, sort of quite key integral role in this sort of uh, uh, sort of marketing advert, I suppose you'd call it, for uh, those little uh, triangles of uh, I think they're like some sort of pasteurized stack. Uh, Simon, what are they called? Simon, small sort of triangle. That's it. Yeah, dairy, dairy lead triangles. Um, and um, yeah, it was anyway particularly men. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Once you get me into Simon's dad mode, you can't really stop me, and it is hard to stop. Um, yeah, that one is memorable because I actually knew the guy who was in it. He lived next door to me, Guy Witcher. Right. He was also in the ITV series uh, The Worst Witch. Had a small part as one of the wizards, and also um, had a series of uh, computer games developed around about his life. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. The Witcher reference. A good series of games as well. No, like Guy it. 3 Wild Hunt. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, and he, he, you might remember it, he licks, it, it's like a chap who's wanting the Dairy Lee triangles or something, and he get, walks into the kitchen, he licks his hands, and then he climbs up the wall, and then he climbs onto the ceiling, and in this new stealthy position, he's able to grab like a Dairy Lee triangle from the centre. Um, so that was memorable. Uh, as Goff said, the uh, wine gums advert was also memorable. I think it would be remiss not to mention the Golden Graham's advert, which our very own Gossy was in, mm-hmm. and which actually I do find quite memorable. For anyone who's not aware of what I'm talking about, is the one with the heads, uh, the coloured heads, red and blue, coming out of the cereal bowls. Uh, Gossy was one of the little boys. Um, mm-hmm. And actually, the, the only little boy because everyone was a little girl. Um, and then special shout out to Microchips for that memorable theme song. Clickety click, Microchips. That's probably the earliest food advert I remember. Mm, yeah, I remember the Microchips advert. I used to love Microchips as well. You wanna put it on a plate? So like that. Yeah, it tastes great. That sounds like the Milky Way one. No, clickety click. Clickety click. Microchips. 
Yeah. Um, it fascinates me that back in those days, there used to be different flavors as well, weren't there? There was like salt and vinegar or cheese and onion flavor microchips. Nope. Mm, definitely was. Uh, not not when I was a child. Cheese no, I don't remember them either. No. Yeah, you, you're, you're so old, you've probably grown up by then. Oh, would you like some gravy with that roast? <laughs> or something. Um, um, seriously, do you not remember the, the green box? Nope. Wow. I think I vaguely remember that. Mm. Um, any more, Michael? Um, that is the, the memorable ones. I'm not... F- Favourites, probably Tango Slapper is right up there. Didn't want to mention that one, or...? Uh, just sort of did. I mean, favorite adverts, and you sort of well threw it in after. Um, well, speaking of food adverts that featured people connected to this podcast, Reese Peru, fairly regular commenter, uh, featured as an extra in the 2001 Shreddies advert that was based on the Oliver Twist. Uh, I don't know if you remember that Ooh. that advert. I he tried showing me the other day, like you, you can't see him. Like he was pointing to some child who had their back to to, to the screen, but uh, he claims that was him, and uh, even went as far as to suggest that the Shreddies animal or whatever he, he was, I don't know if he had a name, um, should be featured in the food mascot Royal Crumble next year. So, oh wow, I love that idea! Lots of added content. Um, food adverts that I love. I've got quite a few, so buckle up. Um, this is an old one. Stuart's probably more likely to remember this than you two. Uh, Stuart, do you remember the Dudley Moore Tesco free-range adverts? It's ringing a bell, but you're going to need so to remind me. I am a massive fan of advertising campaigns that run and run. So it's like one advert, but then it sort of it tells not maybe not just tell a story, but each advert seems to be linked to, to yeah. the others. So basically, Dudley Moore played a uh, somebody who worked for the corporate side of Tesco and he was tasked to go out and buy free range eggs and he gallivanted all over the world I think mainly in Europe but it seems he went other places but each advert was him looking for these chickens these free range chickens that gave these eggs but in each venue he'd get into some mishap so for example he'd he'd somehow I don't know why he thought there'd be chickens in a, in a, in a vineyard but he would then fall into like a vat of wine and then the owner would go, oh, sorry, no, there's no chickens here, but why don't you try some of my wine? And he'd try the wine, and he'd love it, and then he'd, he'd buy that for Tesco, and then he'd move on. The next advert would be something. So literally every advert was him looking for these fucking chickens, and it spanned probably about two years or something like that. And I don't know if he ever found them or whatever, but massive fan of that. Like I say, because I love a running, a running theme. Sorry, my computer needs charging. Uh, what else have we got? Uh, John West Tuna, absolutely banging fucking advert with the uh, with the bear fight with the yeah. with the man. Yeah, that is good. Literally one, literally one. Are you shaking your head, Michael? Yeah, I don't remember that one. Are you doing that thing where you pretend you don't know something when you actually do know something? It must be old. I don't know that. It's Sorry, not. That's quite bear. recent, isn't it? A bear yeah. is attacking a man, and there's tuna involved. Right, he knows what he's talking. He knows what he's talking about. Yeah, he knows what he's talking about. Genuinely, don't know what you're talking about. You do know what I'm talking about, right? Sorry, Google John, what's the brand? John John West tuna. I've got to come off my. 
Hang on, I've got I've got the fucking McCain advert blaring now. Brilliant. Uh, cool. John West Tuna. <laughs> Tuna advert. It's literally the only one that matters. Oh, the bear fight, that's probably it. Yeah. Oh, this might ring a bell. I mean, it's one of the best adverts of all time. Um, just watching it now. Oh, God, yeah, very funny. Very funny. Yes, I remember that advert. Sorry. Good stuff. Uh, moving on, a, a, a behemoth of a iconic advert, the Cadbury Dairy Milk Gorilla. Oh, fucking hell. Yeah. That was a game changer in advertising. And just, I remember it being just um, one of those things, like the next day you talked, did you see that advert last night? Like it was just one of those, I mean, this was pre-internet really taking off. Um, I don't know whether it would have had quite the same impact if it was released today, but at the time it was just absolutely just, as they call did it, water not, cooler TV. Yeah. Did did they not, did they not hype it up as well? Did they not say, oh, there's a new, I, a new, yeah advert coming on at like 8pm during Coronation Street or some shit it was... oh, I have a feeling it was Big Brother because it was when Big Brother was in, was in full uh, full swing and yeah I, I feel like they for like a few days before, leading up to it like had little teasers obviously you didn't see I think you just saw like the gorilla maybe yeah. like yeah. the gorilla was doing, you, you didn't know what he was doing you just saw his face like being all broody and shit can you imagine <laughs> coming up with that idea oh it's mental isn't it I mean, it means fuck all when it comes to it. Like, yeah. Oh, we're, we're the biggest well, had, chocolate um, brand in the UK. What should we do for our next advert? Yeah, they, well, they so had we, like a series of weird videos, didn't they? Because had the yeah. eyebrows. Was it the eyebrows before or after that? Oh, oh, this was into the this eyebrows was, and the yeah, balloon and stuff. Yeah. This is not just any podcast. This is a Marks and Spencer podcast. Bow, 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 bow. Good. Can we? Um, Tango Slap, you've already obviously re- referenced. Uh, again, another iconic one. Holidays are coming. Literally tells you when oh. Christmas is, is nearly. Oh, yeah, Holidays are coming. 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 Not the best Coca Cola song. The best Coca Cola song is. What have you done? For the very first time. Yeah, I don't know what's going on. I've lost all. Not Budweiser, though. Not the best. No, can we not turn this into a what's the best Coca-Cola song podcast it's not the it's not the best coca-cola song what, what's the best one michael oh i i would be surprised if i need to even mention what it is right well you are is it going to be the always a real thing one is that, oh, is that them or is that the Christmas one, I can't even remember. That is the Christmas one. Yeah. The, the, I was singing it. Holidays are coming. 
story in Florida. What's that one? I sang it in my vlog. I love it. What's the... Ah. What's it called? It's on the tip of my tongue. Guys, come on. The, the, the song that they use in all their campaigns now. Don't know. Don't know, oh. really. You're on your own. Um, oh, my God. Song new. Coca-Cola song new. Go. How is this not coming up? This is absolute... This is the biggest... Um, this is literally the biggest waste of time I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, and, and bear in mind we need to finish early because of you. Why do you taste, the, taste the feeling? No one can stop me when I taste the feeling. Nothing could ever bring me down. Taste the feeling. Oh, incredible. No, no. That's definitely worth it. Yeah, I'm glad we all wasted all of that time. Um, I've not finished. Budweiser's. Why? <gasps> um, and also, what the Watching a game, having a bird. True, true. <laughs> Watching the game, smoking some bird. Brilliant. I used to say, what quite a lot back in the 1990s, like... We, we would often meet up, me and my mates, and we would throw a what out there. What up? What up? What up? What up? Come on, Luke. I, I refuse to join in. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just quoting one of my favourite films, Scary Movie. Correct. Uh, two more. Dr. Pepper, what's the worst that could happen? Oh, classic, brilliant theory. Classic yeah. jingle, classic anti-advertising, because what was the worst that could happen? Something terrible. And why would you want to drink Dr. Pepper when your girlfriend, dad starts to wrestle you? But apparently wow. it worked. Um, and the last one I've got on here, like I said, I love, uh, actually this is not quite strictly the same, but I love uh, adverts have similar themes. John Smith's, the Peter K run of adverts, were belting. Yeah. Have it. Oh, the one where he tells the kid... It's not the monsters under the bed you want to be scared of. It's the burglars coming in through the window. All right, love. <laughs> Sleep well. <laughs> yeah, yeah good thanks. stuff. Absolutely cracking. Uh, yeah, I, I, I love... At their best, adverts are one of my favourite things in the world because the way they can just tell a story in 30 seconds or a minute or whatever, I think is fantastic. And there's been, been some classic over the years, which is why I loved doing that little bit. Twitter at Food Review UK, Facebook also at Food Review UK, and on Instagram at Fruitgram. Check it out. Moving on, how frustrating is it that food marketing, the marketing marketing team, doesn't um, match up with the food product? Oh. In particular, the fast food world love telling you something's going to look like something else, and then it ends up looking like a piece of shit. Michael, yeah. I think we'll move to you first on this because you've actually got a video about this that was stolen by the Daily Mail. That is very, very true, Nate. Um, what was that? 
Uh, Rice box, yeah. Oh, was it really? Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Barely remember. That's how bad my memory is. Um, yeah, it's it can be irritating. Um, it's become a bit of a cliche thing, though, isn't it? I mean, I suppose these companies have to do what they can. Um, yes, it is taken to a little bit of ex- an, an extreme by companies like McDonald's, um, but at the end of the day, if it still tastes nice. I don't have a huge problem with it. That is true, because ultimately it is the flavour that counts most when it comes to these things, but there's still just a mass... I mean, for me, Burger King are probably the worst for it. Like, I remember seeing you picture when they had the... I can't remember what the exact name. Was it the Bacon the bacon Lover or something like that? Um, where it was like yeah. three different types of bacon on there. And I was literally sat next to the picture in the window of what it should look like and it should have literally been about I don't know six inches tall and all I had was this flat little burger in front of me and I'm like oh come on guys at least fucking try yeah it's it's everywhere though McDonald's burger I mean Subway Jesus Christ it's physically impossible to get a Subway that looks like the image oh yeah this this does my head in about Subway though and the fact that when you see an image of a Subway sandwich, it is a it is a curated sandwich with the correct kind of salad items and sauce for that sandwich to look a certain way. And then what you basically get is whatever the meat is in the sandwich and whatever else you want with it. So what the the photos are a joke anyway because that's not what you're buying. You're buying a sandwich that you're choosing everything on it. Lack of continuity. Exactly. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Maybe that's why MJ doesn't find it too much of a problem because whenever he gets a burger, he usually takes some of the shit out of it anyway. Exactly. So it's never going to look. It's never going to look like the picture. So, exactly. Cheeseburger, cheeseburger review reference. Luke, do you find this an issue? Um, well, I don't know. I do actually work in marketing, so I am the Ooh. the person that lies to the public essentially, but um, not with food, luckily. Um, I kind of see it from a different view, sort of, to play devil's advocate, I suppose. Not that I agree with it. But the burgers on the menu, they need to show off all the ingredients so that you know what's in it. Because if they showed you what it actually looked like, you'd be like, that's just, that's just a bun with some shit in the middle. So they they need to, like, show each individual layer and stuff. So it's laid out that way. But if you tried to eat that burger, as you said, it'd be about six inches tall or whatever, and you just couldn't. So the burger that you eat and the burger that's that's on the poster are for two <coughs> different things, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Like, the one that you have in your hand, you need to be able to eat. And if you had to try and eat something, unhinge your jaw to eat it, it's just not possible. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't, say, I don't necessarily, necessarily agree with it, but I understand why they do it, and it's kind of a, a necessary evil. Yeah, I get that. Don't yeah, that. It's, it's not great, but... I understand. Is this sort of what I'm saying? They just look very luscious. Um, yeah. It's. Have you ever? Have, I'm sure. I'm sure you must have. Have you guys ever seen these videos that seem to pop up every now and again, which show you how they do some of these yeah. adverts and and yeah. like how how certain sources aren't actually anything to do with it, and it's some like it's like motor oil or something like that. It's, it's like completely. Inedible. Yeah, they use like um, wood glue for milk, don't they? Or something yeah. silly. Yeah. I had to register a complaint recently. I went to... In fact, let's have a fucking look. Um, I went to Legoland Windsor. And I, before going, 
we checked their website to see what we wanted to eat. And we saw a pizza restaurant. And the pizza restaurant on their website had a picture of a pizza. Um, foolishly, I thought that might be the pizza that we would get. Um, however, it was not. It was wildly different. Um, I did register a complaint and they gave me a full refund, which was good. But, um, yeah, I genuinely wasn't happy. It was completely different. Like the pizza on the website looked really, really nice. And the uh, pizza that we got was very cheap and sort of nasty. Um, and they have not changed the image. Same image. <coughs> Do you think that's out of order, guys? Yeah, yeah. definitely. Because that doesn't even, like, isn't with the burgers. You can see every ingredient on a pizza. You don't. Yeah, this, this is literally exactly a different the same. product. So, yeah, this we're, is, so this is on Legoland's website, yeah? Yeah. Um, they've got a menu, um, menu at the bottom in the footer. Um, and if you look under Explore the Resort and then Food and Drink. It's the pizza, the only pizza, City Walk Pizza and Pasta. I, I said, as part of my complaint, I was like, um, yeah, the, the refund is all, all well and good, but I want you to change the image on your website. Uh, I mean, the, okay. the pizza on the website looks absolutely phenomenal. Okay. Yeah, it does, doesn't it? And um, if you watch my Legoland vlog, you'll see what the actual thing looks like. I think, I mean, I'll say this, uh, playing devil's advocate. Um, if you expect to get a pizza in the UK that ha- that has that amount of stringy cheese on it in in 2019, then I think you're the the uh, the fool in this scenario. I, that, I haven't that... I haven't seen a pizza like that since the 80s, my friend, in this country. Is that not a sad state of affairs, though? That you look at an advert and just assume you're not going to get it. That <laughs> we expect to be lied to. It's become the standard. It is. It is funny when you walk past a, like a greasy spoon, and they actually do have fairly realistic pictures. Like you can tell that they have actually, they have actually taken a photo of something that they've they've cooked up themselves, and it is sort of like fair play to you, but that does not look appealing at all. Uh, so I do totally understand why they do it, but yeah, it's it is a sad state of affairs. I, I do understand what you're saying. They do have to you know show everything off and all that sort of stuff, and. Also, it's probably taken someone half an hour to create that one burger, and you wouldn't expect to wait half an hour in Burger King or McDonald's yeah. or wherever. The, but the, the thing is, they do make these products look so good, and then eventually, you, when you taste it, and it's just such a boring product, you can't help but be disappointed. Absolutely, like mm. some of the yeah, some of the dishes out there just look phenomenal. But ultimately, are boring. Sad, sadly, boring. Yeah, and that's such that is disappointing. Very disappointing. Anybody, Correct. anybody would be disappointed in exactly. that scenario. Correct. Yeah, especially especially if the product sort of suggested it was one thing, and it turned out that it wasn't really that yeah. thing. Yeah. Like if it was. Yeah. 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 For any viewers who do want to watch that Legoland vlog and see, he's not, he's not what, listening. No. He's not listening. He's, I he's absolutely just was listening. I he's waiting for a gap. Just so said. He's waiting for a gap to promote his own his own oh, channel. Yeah. Oh, what you can't do both. Um, the twenty three oh. minute and fifty four second mark. I'm going to show you the picture of the pizza up to the lads. That's that is the awful. Pe- that's the pepperoni pizza. Awful. Where's the pepperoni? Where? Yeah. Correct. I think it's that dark circle up at the top. <laughs> I don't think it, no, it's not. Charcoal, yeah. that isn't it? Yeah. Awful in it, so that's why I complained because that is atrociously out of sync. Yeah, 
that is pretty bad. Um, sorry to hear that, Michael. What, what, what were we talking about before you promoted your channel? This is just one big advert for the channels, to be fair. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's right. Adverts. We're talking about adverts. Sorry. Uh, so, for, forgive me for bringing up promotion in an advert episode. Fuck. So you, when you say you were multitasking, what you were doing was not listening. And fine. We'll move oh, on. sorry. Oh, you're, that's a quiz. Kind of. Kind of. Because we were basically saying something and you just ignored well, it. Okay. Well, it's annoying now because I didn't ignore it, but I have forgotten. Mm, no. I already you just told you I've got a bad memory. Correct. Let's move on. Um, advertising to children when it comes to food. There's obviously going to be a big push from the likes of Jamie Oliver and all those wankers. Um, yes, yeah. Jamie, Jamie's Kitchen. Do the we feel... Chef. Do we feel that kids... Um, sorry, food advertising. Tube. Advertising companies do um, target kids unfairly? Stuart's probably more keenly aware of this being sort of a father of an older child that might be a bit more um, swayed. Let's put it that way. The, th- the thing is, though, there's still, there's still, there are still things that are going to appeal to kids. And I don't understand why advertising companies have had to pay the price for parents who don't know how to say no to the spoiled little brats. That's mm-hmm. the issue. It's not... Kids, kids are all, kids are going to see stuff and they're going to want it, regardless of whether it's advertised to them. Um, perhaps th- there, sh- there should be more done to. I mean, they still do it with toys, don't they? They still, mm-hmm. they still. Mm-hmm. So you, oh, God. Once you get into August, it just becomes toy advert central um, for the big Christmas push, and every single every single advert break, it's just a constant. Oh, can I have that for Christmas? Oh, can I get this? Can I get this? Very, very simple. No, shut up or I'll punch you. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I guess the difference is um, toys don't directly lead to obesity and, and things like that, so food's a bit more of a... Depends what uh, the toys are. Uh, uh, well, true. Nintendo's true. directly lead to obesity. <clears throat> no, not, not directly, but indirectly definitely is. Um, I mean, I guess what I'm, I'm getting at is the likes of McDonald's who... I guess I don't know if this is strictly speaking marketing, but I guess it is to some extent. And they go and uh, put in into their Happy Meals, you know, uh, carrot sticks and fruit bags and all that bullshit. And it's like, I mean, there's surely no parents that are going to McDonald's for that. I mean, you, surely you, you you would get that at the super, like supermarket. Yes, it might be a healthy alternative to to chips, but surely you shouldn't really be selling that. You know, you know the healthy alternative to eating McDonald's is, is to not eat McDonald's. Well, don't eat that much McDonald's. Like, I don't eat McDonald's, but I similarly don't deny my son it. So every now and again, my parents will take him to McDonald's. Every now and again, we will pick him up a Happy Meal when we're on the way back from something and we're, and we're pushed for time. Um, but it will be, it's not a weekly treat. It's not a monthly treat. It's a maybe a four or five times a year thing. Um, and he has a happy meal, just a standard happy meal with chips and whatever. It's if you if you need to make healthy alternatives at McDonald's, you're probably going to McDonald's too often. Go somewhere else yes. for your healthy McDonald's. Go, go somewhere else for your healthy <coughs> options. Go to McDonald's for your McDonald's. Yeah, I think that's what I'm, I think that's what I'm getting at. Is actually in in theory with that one in particular, that's probably actually 
although it's aimed at kids in many ways, it's it's the parents that that ultimately are making the bad choice there because they think that because they're going to McDonald's and getting carrot sticks instead of fries that it's you know they're making a good decision whereas whereas actually the kid's still eating a burger with probably like 1500 calories or something ridiculous like that's obviously excessive but um yeah just i didn't i wasn't sure because obviously like i say stuart you've obviously got theo i didn't know whether food is something that that piques his interest and whether there's there's advertising that's that's aimed at him i don't or whether it is I don't, was it more toys? Yeah, I don't. I think the food advertising. Obviously, I haven't been raising my son in the age of rampant food advertising to kids. So, you know, it, it possibly has made a, an impact. But at the same time, he's still going to want stuff because you go to the supermarket and it's still there on the shelf ends, massive big displays of whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, he's he's aware of it and he will ask for things, but. It's... You say no and punch him in the face. Exactly. Um, yeah. He, I, I don't deny my son's stuff every now and again. He'll, he often asks for something, and he's often, he, he often gets something. <coughs> but um, it's not. He's not constantly pestering me for Kinder eggs, you know. Because yeah. he's raised well. Well, I'm, well raised at least indifferently, you know. And, <laughs> With some, <laughs> with some boundaries. Fair enough. Well, wow. um, uh, funnily enough, just going back a, a second, we're going to have a review on the channel very shortly for the McDonald's grilled chicken salad, and I raise a point in that one that I think, you know, people people often criticise it like, oh, why are you going to McDonald's for a salad? I think honestly, yeah, there's no real sensible reason. Uh, maybe some people. Oh, like their fr- all of their friends are going, and they're sort of the only yeah. one who doesn't want to go for health reasons, and they're forced yeah. to have it. Like there's there, there's there's good reasons for why they've got those products on the menu. But yeah, I'd be, I, I I basically agree. Like if you want to enjoy that sort of thing, you know, get get the proper stuff. Don't don't go there thinking, oh, I can still have McDonald's. It's a different product. It's a completely different product. Yeah, fair play. Um. Moving on, the the only last point I've got on 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 this um, on advertising is um, how do we think the social media has uh, affected the, the the marketing the marketing game for for food companies? Oh, it's clever, isn't it? Like, is it? I think it is because I think they market without you realizing you're being marketed to. How many times? Oh you like, God! When 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 Facebook does is auto playing videos and you'll scroll past something and you go, oh wait, let me yep. just look at that. And you yep. watch something it's, and you're like, oh, I want this. I want this completely now. Completely transformed yeah. the industry. And it's targeted. So yeah. Completely. Look um, at all these. Um, I don't really... So, okay. Look at all these companies. Uh, not companies. Look at all these other Instagrammers. Um, it's very hard to see the ones that you can trust from the ones that you can. Um I think generally, you literally just have to look for the bad reviews. And if someone actually gives bad reviews, then you know they're trustworthy. But there's, there is a, not, a lot of accounts that just don't give bad reviews. And they put hashtag ad or hashtag gifted. And they're always getting sent shit. And you, listen, we, we've been sent loads of stuff. But I hope our viewers know and listeners, we will always be honest. I mean, we've reviewed... 
Uh, Nate and I and Gossy reviewed a product on Friday that we were sent. And what do you give it? Minus four. Minus four is fucking awful. Cumin water. Don't drink it. Absolutely dog shit. That was sent to us. Yeah. Thanks, KGN. If you listen. Like, yeah, it's hard. It's hard. I don't know. If it's, I, just think, sorry, I get annoyed because I think there's a lot of untrustworthy pricks on Instagram. And they eh, I get sent stuff. Like, they'll, they'll basically do anything just to get sent something. And it's like, grow up, guys. Like, we've turned down loads of stuff recently because it's just like, that sounds, either it sounds dross or it's just we don't have the time. And, and honestly, like, we've been offered stuff recently. I'm just like, I don't, I just don't want to have your fucking, like, whatever. I don't know. I, I don't know what I'm saying. I'm delirious. <laughs> Or about you, Luke? How how big are you on social media in, in general, anyway, Luke? Um, I do sort of browse it a lot and sort of post occasionally on a few things. But um, things I sort of see pop up, um, so I quite like sort of action sports and things. Is like the um, the way that sort of foods and food and stuff latch on to other things, like the whole monster with um, like Ken Block and everything, mm-hmm. where you kind of just put your logo on something and then pay someone to do something completely irrelevant, like drift around some cones in a dock somewhere. And then now Monster's just huge. Like, I, how how old's Monster now? It's, what, a few years old? Yeah. Maybe maybe 10 or so? And they've just exploded by just getting that iconic logo in bright green on black and just slapping it everywhere. Like, yeah. you'll find people wingsuiting out of a plane. And it's like, that's got nothing to do with energy drinks. It's, it's selling you yeah. that lifestyle, which is one of the things I, I absolutely hate is lifestyle selling. Because, like, I'll mm. see you'll see someone drinking a Coke on a moped in Bangkok or something, and then I'll drink it, and I'm still just a fat guy sat in the Midlands. Like, <laughs> just, that's the start, style of lying I can't stand in, in adverts. But but it works, like selling through lifestyle and just yeah. associating yourself with cool things. And, um, yeah, that that just spreads through social media like wildfire. And it's, I'd love to be able to tap it, really. Yeah, it's, and I think that's actually coming back to, tying back to what MJ was just saying there, is like, obviously... It's not something I was thinking of when I first came up with this point, but influencers, influencers on on Instagram and things like that, you know, gone gone are the days where you're just worrying about you know the the actual official adverts of you know Coca Cola, you know holidays are coming. You're, you're now getting those products being sent to somebody who's the flavor of the month on some so whatever social media it might be, whether it's Instagram, Facebook, whatever, and talking about it, and because you're then giving a very human face to that advert. People are like, oh my God, I want to be like that person because they're drinking or eating this this product. And and I think people are getting somewhat, I don't want to say duped because that suggests like they shouldn't be eating or drinking it. But I think they don't realise how companies are way smarter than they are. And a product isn't necessarily better or anything like that. But because of, like I said, this human face that's being given to these influencers, um, it's it's making people just going, I want to be like that person, so therefore I'll do absolutely the same thing they do. Um, so yeah, social social media is, is massively affecting the game. Yeah. I do think there are companies out there, though, that use it very, very smartly. Um, and by that, I don't mean necessarily to dupe you, but like I, I like companies that use their social media for for fun purposes, like yeah. Wendy's. I think Wendy's are like constantly like pretending to, to fight people. Um, obviously, Wendy's again. We obviously had the uh, the nugs for God. What's his name? The, the guy that's like, if I if you get it retweeted by a certain number of people, then you'll get chicken nuggets for life or something like that. So that's obviously a massive marketing campaign for Wendy's, and they 
as far as we know, anyway, that that wasn't paid for in, in, in theory. They didn't, you know, design that. One guy just asked him a question, they answered, and it absolutely took off, and he became the most retweeted person of all time. Um, certainly at that point. And I like that. I like I like that, that companies that that do that and, and play the game, um, and actually make you think. Actually, that seems a fun company. It's not just trying to sell me stuff or. Yeah. Um, it's been a different way yeah like companies can interact more with their audience nowadays like it's not just a one-way selling thing if that makes sense like with walkers where they'll be like vote or lose a flavor or whatever and then you know full well in nine months time they'll try that flavor will make its triumphant return much to social media's delight (laughs) like it's just getting people to interact and and being aware of the product i'd say Mm -hmm. just just talking back because if if i see a poster i'll look at it i'll walk past probably forget but if i not that i would but if i spoke to that person uh, to that poster if it was interactive i'd probably remember the experience more mm-hmm. and it's, it's it's that interactivity that you just can't get through adverts or you know posters or sort of traditional adverts mm-hmm. so yeah i'd say that's that's the biggest game changer i think for social media is the interactivity and in some cases like influencers things like that correct mm-hmm. When did KFC change their Twitter account to the just eleven followers? Because uh, eleven following, because that's one of the best things that I've ever seen a, a a company do on social media. Yeah, very. I don't know. I mean, it only came to light last year, I think. But whether they changed yeah. it last year or whether it's it was always there and it took some smart bollock to to realise. But um. Very clever, and they didn't. They didn't like make a big deal out of it. If I remember no, correctly, I, no. I feel like it was someone allegedly. Anyway, someone else discovered it um, rather than rather than them. Not, pushing not it. someone from a PR company discovered it. No, no, <laughs> definitely, definitely not. What is it they've actually done? I'm not, not really familiar with that. They one. only follow eleven people on Twitter. They follow Jerry Halliwell, Mel B, Emma Bunton, Mel C, Victoria Beckham, Herb Scribner, Herb Wesson. Herb Waters, Herb Dean, Herb Sendek, and Herb Alpert. Herbs and spices, yeah, right. yeah. yeah, that's quite clever. Eleven herbs and spices, yeah. How long do you reckon some marketing or social media guy was sat there waiting for someone to notice that? It just, is brilliant, though, isn't it? Just frothing with excitement. Yeah, yeah. brilliant. Like as much as I hate sort of marketing, as I said about the lifestyle thing, it's clever how it works. Like, yeah. marketing is is terrifyingly clever at times. I don't know if it's still out there i suspect it is but they're doing a little thing on on twitter at the moment kfc and it's um uh, have you seen it michael yes what what is it the gun huh the gun is that what you're talking about oh no 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 so they've set up a new account i can't remember what it's called but basically it's a choose your own adventure oh no you, not seen that and essentially like it's you're on your first day working for kfc <coughs> do you uh, and it basically gives you two choices, and you ch- you choose whichever of the next thread that you would want to do, and you either get fired or you carry on and get promoted to the next, like run up the uh, up the oh, ladder. And really? I I played it, and I eventually became head of their. The, the, I think there's multiple endings, so you can oh, you're trying to hire. That's the one. Um, and ultimately, you're trying to get onto the KFC board, and I think it ended up being the director of KFC Gaming or something like that, and came up with oh, a, wow. a, a game. So very clever. Like, does it make me want to buy more chicken? No, not really. But does it make me think, fuck me, KFC are a fun little company, aren't they? And so that just that natural warmth that I have towards them sort of 
kind of maybe makes me want to buy more chicken. Um, <laughs> so I love I love companies that do that. Um, so sometimes sometimes you know these companies their their advertising is not always so sinister. Um, sometimes it's just a bit of fun. I'd have to disagree seeing it from the marketing. It is always to sell something. Oh, of course. Yeah. It's but it's... justify their wage. But yeah, I know what you mean. Like sometimes marketers have fun with it, I'd say. I yeah, I just I guess that they, it's to me, I mean as a, as a consumer there's a difference between the, the hard K- sell and the soft sell, I suppose. Yeah, KFC, look at our new product, don't you want to eat it? Let me try and shove as many images in your face and make you, you know, just want to buy our new burger because it tastes great. And hey, there's this completely almost disconnected thing that you can do, which isn't actually trying to sell you, but KFC because there's no real mention in there about how great their products or anything like that. Although it obviously does reference chicken, yeah, but it's not, you know. So I, I like that because it makes me. It, I know it's a it's a clever way of doing it. I, I appreciate that, like you said, it is ultimately to try and get me to buy, buy more of their products or at least talk about them so that someone else goes and buys them. Um, but yeah. I, do, I do like companies that go that extra mile to do something like that because that just shows me that they're I don't know I, I just I just think it just shows an extra level of smart smartness yeah they're trying to get you to enjoy the advertising rather than just and enjoy the com- enjoy the company you know yeah. it's 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 yes it's sinister in, in its own its own way but um but uh, yeah it's just it's just a, a much more fun experience to, to be had with that company I guess yeah, no, I see that. It kind of makes um, sense. I think the only other thing on social media to mention is obviously the the, the birth of food porn. Um, not necessarily, not necessarily born of the companies themselves, but I imagine that sort of has helped us all think about food more and always be constantly hungry and always wanting to devour the next thing and you know seeing seeing something from Tasty or some other similar. Uh, Facebook page where it shows you some beautiful succulent bit of food just makes you just reminds you just think oh shit I want to go to wherever and eat something like go and get a steak from somewhere or go and get the you know, the latest chocolate bar or whatever it might be lovely lovely stuff um, anything else or should we move on to social media itself ironically Ooh. I mean that's yeah. a great segue isn't it isn't it? It's almost like I put that question last to Seg. Wow. You're going to ruin it, Michael? Yeah, I'll try and ruin that. Suck, man. It's time for questions that you posted on all the platforms that you utilize to provoke our replies. Although increasingly our person performs statements that require no response as a in our initial post on the aforementioned Um, so we are, as as always, each episode we post the thumbnail to the upcoming episode and ask your questions and comments, and we ask <laughs> you to have fun with it. Uh, and you guys always do have fun. And I, you know, my heart was very heavy as we started the episode, um, as it seemed like. We were missing some very important commenters, but uh, I feel elated as there's a, a last minute comment that came in just a few moments ago, and uh, we'll certainly get to it shortly. So this is our, on Instagram. I'll rattle through these. X Amelia Hills X, what is the most controversial advertisement you've seen? 
I'm not sure what the most controversial food advert I've seen in. Uh, I know it's, I know it doesn't count because it's not food, but the PlayStation one where the baby dies, well, the baby grows into the adult and hurtles into the grave, uh, springs to mind. I think it counts because you can eat you can eat a PlayStation, so it counts. <laughs> Fair. Fair enough. Um, I'd say gollywogs, but yes. would be controversial, <clears throat> uh, food related at least, because you've still got people that will defend them to the death, and then yeah. other sensible people that realise they're horrifically racist. Yeah, uh, but yeah, that's the only one I could really think of, other than the um, like Yorkie adverts, not for girls. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. Is- Oh, Brewdog Beer did a similar thing a, a year or so ago when they got absolutely lambasted for it. They, they just did the Punk IPA in in pink cans for, uh, I think it might have been Breast Cancer Awareness Month or, or something, and they just got lambasted for it for putting putting a drink in pink cans. I thought it was a bit unfair, but came from Isn't a good place. But the colour yeah, of Breast not. Cancer Awareness, is that not well, yeah, exactly? Not that, a, an awful lot of the online craft beer community are very, very easily offended. Fair enough. I, I think there's. I, I don't know. I don't know what you guys think. But is there like a, a market for like manly things nowadays? Not necessarily saying it's for men, but like that that masculine sort of angle. I don't know. It's it's very hard because I think as soon as companies go down that route, they they're going to naturally get some backlash. Yeah. Um, f- food wise, it's very difficult. I mean, I guess the only thing even remotely close that probably would would be like Gillette and stuff like that and like typically the the male side of, of razors and things like that I think still have a fairly masculine approach to their advertising I think um Snickers did <coughs> with the um was it get some nuts or something yeah where it's still very masculine without being tough. lad culture almost mm. yeah I think I think you have to tread that line carefully I think very briefly <coughs> Coke, Coke Zero tried pitching to men mm. rather than women. I think the first, certainly the first advert of theirs I could remember was like very much look at this guy who's, who sleeps with beautiful women and goes, I think he, I think he got picked up by a helicopter. And stuff. Like, there was just a very, it wasn't quite an overtone of masculinity, but it was very much, um, yeah, sort of you, suggested that it was more, th- more yeah. for men. Do you think that was to counter the diet Coke break adverts? That was obviously, Oh, massively. Yeah. 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 Massively. Massively. Mm. Um, on controversial adverts, I will just quickly say, although I don't, I don't think it was that controversial. I think the the, the Judderman one that I mentioned before, Scary. I think at the, at the time got quite a few complaints and things. Yeah. Um, although I don't think it was in this country, there was one picture of um, Burger King. Uh, it was uh, the tagline was "It'll blow your mind, blow your mind away," and it was an, a very phallically shaped burger going into a woman's mouth. Uh, suggesting that oh, she was giving I do a budget. Yeah. I don't think I was in this country. And I don't remember this, but I was just literally looking through, and I just saw that Pot Noodle used to use the word slag yeah, in their the slag uh, advertising. Oh, yeah. Uh, I, don't personally, <laughs> I don't personally remember that. I love that, but equally uh, can understand why that would be controversial. I can't, yeah, I, I can't really think of... I can't think of any that I found controversial, but then again, I'm, I'm not a snowflake. Wee... <laughs> Uh, we've got a comment here from Bong Lungs. Bongers. Bongers. Uh, I hate when my feelings are played with like video games. Uh, gang, gang, got another gang, comment gang. here from Bong Lungs. <laughs> <laughs> Meatloaf. 
Uh, if I pause a game to reply, don't make the person special just means the game I'm playing has no multiplayer, so I can pause it. Oh. <laughs> Laughing emoji. <laughs> Ain't that the truth? Frankie Funko, what do you think in today's crazy world would be the most un-PC mascot, and for what product, if you could create one, and which mascot that has existed in the past is un-PC today? Sort of covered with the old gollywogs, isn't we? Yeah, yeah, that's mad. Massively couldn't oh, make a comeback. Yeah. What would be the most un-PC mascot if they were to make one today? Uh, oh, that'd be the same, wouldn't it? I don't think. I don't think anything's changed in terms oh, yeah. of what's PC. Could we? What if we were to pet, if we were to partner up a, a brand with Jimmy Savile? <laughs> oh wow! Oh, it's How like a, a cereal of some sort. Oh, some... <laughs> Golden, <laughs> cinnamon Grahams, Golden Grahams. <laughs> oh, let's not go down that road. Oh. Just a cartoon uh, version of Jimmy Savile in a tractor. This be brilliant. <laughs> so, no, Savile's shreddies keeps children locked up till lunch. Oh. Surely he'd be more interested in Weetos or something. You know, a small sort of uh, oh, uh, donut shaped. Oh, <laughs> oh dear. Like one of those children's toys where you're stuck. No. Nah. Um, <laughs> favourite, Carl PW95, favourite Cadbury advert, most least, well, most slash least well-marketed product <coughs> in your opinion. Um, my favourite Cadbury advert probably is either the, the drum gorilla or the eyebrows. Uh, big shout out to Caramel Bunny. Rest in peace. Yeah. Um, that would be uh, well. Obviously fairly iconic. But yeah, I think, I think, the, I think the gorilla is, is the absolute... The absolute pinnacle. Yeah. Um, also, also, I want to say hi, Carl PW95. I think you're a new commenter. I don't recognise the name. Oh. I don't think. That flake, flake advert. Remember the flake advert where the woman had a bath. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah I think that's Such, got me. Very suggestive. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Yeah. Enjoyed it. Um, but got a comment here from uh, Bong Lungs. Bongers. Lungs. I've been sat in Amsterdam watching Friends on Comedy Central, and my God, is there one hundreds of adverts? Sorry, hundreds of adverts could roll two spliffs and hit a bong before the program starts again. Cool. Is he back in the dam? Uh, Maddie, Mad, eh? Is he back in the dam? He was there. He was there oh, recently. Yeah, I think six months or so ago. Yeah. Carry on. Uh, Maddie, Mad says, "What is what is Stuart's favourite advert?" Covered Ooh, that. Yeah, covered that. Can't remember what I said. <laughs> um, and she also says, "Did Ghostbusters do an advert for MJ's favourite?" Um, <laughs> not that I remember, to be honest. Oh, uh, so a comment here for. I should just hey. say, there's a comment there for Stuart. There's a comment there for MJ. Oh, maybe if your time is coming, Nate. Okay. Uh, bong, a comment from Bonglangs here. Bonglangs, Bonglangs. Can Nate Peterson bring the Summer of Cider back for my birthday? One of episode, one off episode. I'm turning twenty one. Big birthday, Nate! You get the merry down and review it. Twenty sixth of August upload. Do it. All right. All right. I think we can sort that out, can't we? Yeah, yeah. I can do that. Can yeah. Do that. Yeah. Twenty uh, sixth of August. What is that? A normal upload day? That'd be a bonus Monday episode. Wow. Um. Olish Plinski says, what's the most harrowing advert you've seen? What food and drink company would you want to be sponsored by? What company has the best adverts? And also Crusher and Cravendale are the milk advert goats. Oh, Crusher, Cra- Crusher they were the ones that had the, the Joel, what's it, the rather good fella. 
Is it Joel Veitch? I don't know. I'm don't sure remember. we've mentioned this before. Joel. He's, only, he's like an internet man. Cat. Tell you what was a banging advert. I don't know whether this... I, can't, I wasn't listening to the question. But I've just remembered... Do you remember the... Um, do you remember the one one eight twenty four seven advert? Give us a call. It's directory heaven, based on everyone loves magical Trevor. No. What one one eight twenty four seven? Give us a call. It's directory heaven. You don't remember that advert? No, like, no it sounds like a northern thing. It was for yellow pages. Yeah. It was amazing. No. <clears throat> and it was based on the everyone loves magical Trevor, which is the guy that did um, salad fingers and all that business. Oh, no, Salad Fingers. Maybe we we'll do an episode on that. Didn't happen. Didn't happen. It did. Um, well, few, of the companies that I, few of the companies that I love, I would accept to be um, sponsored by Five Guys. I like Krispy Kreme on social media. I like KFC on social media. Actually, to be honest, yeah, I might even choose KFC. They, they have fun with it. And they admit responsibility when they, you know, humility. I, I would like for us to be sponsored. Uh, I would like the channel. I would like the channel to be sponsored by Monster, uh, only under the proviso that Michael has to wear the merchandise that they sent him um, in every video, because that is still one of my favourite things to look at. <laughs> um, I would. Hang, uh, hang on, hang on. They didn't send me that. That's all my own stuff. Oh right, okay. In which case, I still want you to wear it. Um, okay. I will say I don't know. I don't know what company, any company. I would love. I I dream of the day that we get an email asking for there to be a sponsor on um, this podcast. I listen to other podcasts and I hear them doing little adverts at the beginning or halfway through the show. I think I'd fucking love us to do that. Absolutely adore it, but sadly, sadly not. One day maybe. Interesting. MJ just showed me something. We'll, we'll discuss that off air. Um, I I feel like I would just ju- and it's not even about the money. It's literally nothing about the money or free products or anything like. That. I just love the idea of us doing a little a little thing at the beginning of the episode each week or each show. But sadly not. Um, any more on that social media? What? Yeah. Yep. 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 Um, <laughs> there's a comment here from Bong Lungs. Jason is. Kingy. Uh, what's for dinner, lads? I had steak, chips, and salad. Oh, living the hard life. Tuna pasta. MJ? Oh, I, I was the one who had steak, oh. chips, and salad. Oh, right. I thought you said bong is this. Luke? Uh, I had uh, cauliflower cheese, like, bake things. Oh, no. It's all right. I had some really disappointing soup. Ooh. Oh. What was wrong with it? Just really disappointing. So, um, needed we needed a fairly quick tea tonight because me and Gemma were eating at different times. So I went to Tesco, Tesco's is, and got um, Gemma a, a, a minestrone soup, the fresh ones in the you know the plastic tubs, and I got oh, yeah. like a spicy Thai sweet potato and butternut squash soup. I thought that'd be peng. Got a loaf of uh, jalapeno three cheese bread, um, oh. and but the soup was just what. Thin and oh, weak oh. flavour. The bread was oh. lovely. The soup was really Fair. disappointing. And yeah, poor. What did Bonnie's have then? He's, he's not sad. He's probably, not sad. Probably, ca- probably I, I, cannabis. I imagine some green, <laughs> some greens. Probably. 
I'm, I'm actually going to swing over to Facebook now because I'm going to wait. I'm going to save the last Instagram comment. Uh, Warren Minix, creator of the uh, Royal Crumble Wrap and Intro. <coughs> uh, what's your favourite food jingle? Mm. Uh, oh, Holidays are Coming, probably. I think that's the one that sticks in the head most. Yeah, it's good, isn't it? Um, yeah, I'm not even. Yeah, like we've covered them all. I genuinely do love the Coke, the new Coke one, and that Holidays Are Coming is just a fucking. We all love Christmas here, and fucking just that's fantastic. I'm gonna give a special mention to um, Shaky Jake, the milkshake, because when I um, when I joined my new school in Chesham, um, one of the things I did that probably set me on my path to unpopularity. Uh, and being bullied and generally just a huge life mistake that really set up the rest of my teen years. Um, I used to sing the Shaky Jake theme tune for money. <laughs> <laughs> That's the saddest thing I've ever heard. Yeah, it's awful, isn't it? How much did you get? Sort of, I'd sort of like like move my hand around and get anywhere from like ten piece, five piece, that sort of thing. Uh, well, I don't make, even know make... what this is. The Shaky Jake theme tune. Sing it, Michael. It's shaky Jake Wibble Wobble Wibble One. Oh. He's a real milkshake. Wibble Wobble Wibble One with real fruit juice and. <laughs> yeah, I think I remember that. I don't remember the product, but I, that that sounds vaguely yeah. familiar. Um, yeah, I don't think I've actually tried it. Uh, I, the only other jingle that I didn't really sing earlier that I do love is the uh, Dr. Pepper. What's so, the worst that could happen? Or Brilliant. so misunderstood. Which which we prefer? So misunderstood or what's the worst that could happen? What's the worst that can happen, I think. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah I agree. Yeah. Right. yeah. Trying to think if there any good beer jingles. <laughs> Not jingles really. There well, obviously quite a few slogans, but there was a top there was a brilliant Guinness advert that had um I can't remember what it's called. It was by it was by Perez Pres Prado. Can't remember the name. That's a name I've not heard in years. Yeah, can't remember what it was called. But it was good. It's called it's called something like Circus Chase. No, it's not. Um, well, Cameron White has said best slash most memorable advert you've ever seen. I think we sort of covered that. So looping back to Instagram, last comment we had in the last sort of quarter of an hour ago or so we had this. Uh, it's from Leon Tricker. Tricker. He says, I'm about the same age as Stu. <laughs> We're in our 40s. More on it. <laughs> Uh, well, hang on, hang on, hang on. No, you can't just change your catchphrase like that. Like you can't I paraphrase think... your catchphrase. Well, well he's, he's 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 isn't that the office reference? He's pulled that from the office, isn't it? Pulled that from the office, straight out of the office. Yeah, straight so... out of our office. Motherfucker although, named Leon. Or those, um, all those thirties rather than forties in that in that scenario. Yeah, oh, right. is the fact. And when I was a kid, the only thing my mum could cook was casseroles. Every meal was casseroled in the oven for hours, regardless of what meat and veg was to hand, and served with boiled potatoes, served dry, no butter. Ooh. I dreaded having a friend round for tea in case my mum decided it was liver casserole night. Oh. Every meal was 
slightly grey with the casserole watered, gravy watered down even further with my childish tears of despair. I once poured my Ribena into my gravy and claimed the food was <laughs> us. My mum tried it and said, you haven't poured Ribena into it, haven't you? Uh, oh, sorry, you've poured Ribena into it, haven't you? So I was forced to eat Ribena-flavoured casserole <laughs> or go hug. And yet the TV taunted me with a world of foods we never had. Oven chips, potato waffles, fish fingers. Growing up, Bernard Matthews was more magical to me than Santa. What foods did you see advertised as kids that you were never allowed or were a big treat? Wow. Um, Leon there has just made me remember um, one of the one of the great uh, food jingles. Bizarre potato waffles, waffly versatile. Mm, mm, mm. Grill and bacon, fry and meat them. Waffly versatile. Um, Amazing. Wow. Fizzy pop. Coca Cola was a big one for me as a child. Coca Cola did not happen in my house. Uh, I don't remember the uh, I, the only one that I remember was, and it wasn't that it wasn't allowed in my house. And I've mentioned this on the podcast before. Was the Burger King thing. I just remember seeing all the adverts for Burger King and for some reason being scared off from oh, them. So, because I, yeah, because I was an idiot and thought flame grilled meant that it must be spicy. I, I still don't know where I made that uh, connection. That's understand, it's understandable. Fire. It's, it's, it's totally, I genuinely totally understand that. Yeah. That's, the only, that's the only thing I can think of and that was more my own decision than my parents. Um, yeah, yeah, I can't uh, think. For me uh-huh. as well, chuddies because I was never allowed chuddies, and they were often advertised, um, and it made them very exciting. The hubba bubbers and the the Wrigleys oh. of the world. Mm. Didn't um, Wrigleys have a big advert back in the day? Wasn't that one of theirs that was quite a big big hitter? I can't oh, recall. Did... I can't recall a specific Wrigleys advert. Wasn't there the Juicy Fruit one where it was like "All Right Now" was the the song that yeah. was playing? Oh. There was someone in a convertible or something. Yes, that, like, that must have been eighties, surely. All right, no. yeah, yeah, definitely. C- carry on, Nathan. No, that's, <laughs> that's that. That was all you, you needed to know. Baby, you, you knew where I was going. Yeah, um, yeah, uh, and as is that it, Michael? Oh, also, uh, just for the record, um, give some help, mate. I, I feel like you've been carrying that for quite a while, and I think you need to talk to somebody. Who are you talking about? Leon. Leon Tricker. Yeah. For his sad story. Michael thought you were talking to him about his mobile phone, then. He thought you were having another go at him. (laughs) Again, more research, so I would have... I'm perfectly alert, guys. I'm paying attention. Um, That is it for for social media. Thank you very much. Thank you, Michael. Correct. Stuart. It's time to play a game, isn't it? I was just thinking it was time to play a game. Well, let's play a game. Let's. It's time to play a game. Let's play a game. It's called Sweeter or Severio. We pull the name of a food stuff out of a hat. You tell us what you think about that. Will the next food stuff be Sweeter or Savory? Will it be sugary or covered in sour? It's just no way to know. Let's time, it's time to play a game. So let 
let us play a game. It's the it's the sweeter of Savoria. Who was the last person to play sweeter or Savoria? I can't remember. Uh oh, good. Let the record straight. Wow, if my computer wasn't literally the slowest thing in the world. It's been a while. Since I've gone and fucked things up just like I always did. Uh it was Steffi. Correct. Correct. I was just chocolate returns all the way back on May the second. Wow. Wow. with you. Luke, the first food out of the Northern... We're in the Northern Flat Cap tonight, lads. Oh, oh back. It's an, it's an absolute given, my friend, because you've got top of the savoury tree. It's uh, Marmite. Oh. It's a fourth time what? out, and, uh, and I, I, for one, am pleased that it's out early doors, because it's a game killer. Are you going sweeter or Savorier? Sweeter or uh, Savorier than Marmite? Sweeter, obviously. Are you sure? Yeah, why not? Okay, we have got... Wow, we've got Sri Racha, Nathan Peterson's favourite condiment. <laughs> Fifth time out, uh, and it is sweeter than uh, sweet, sweeter than Marmite. Um, yeah, it has a sweetness to it. It's a it's a, it's a savoury product with its saltiness. It has a sweetness to it though, and it's certainly sweeter than Marmite. Uh, yeah, um, I'd say sweeter again then. I mean, so would I. Shall we? One, two, yeah. three. Sweeter. Ah. Oh. I mean, you ruined the, ruined the little routine then, but it's fine. Close the podcast down. We have chips. Ooh. Chips. Chips. Fourth time out of the hat. Sweeter than sriracha chips. I I can't I can't comment because I've not really had an, enough exposure to sriracha, so I'll, I'll I'll let the adults decide. Michael, you, you've downed sriracha. Um, sweet it or... is. It, it's quite mid. I personally say it's more on the. Wait, sorry, are you asking if it's sw- sweet so or are chips? Are chips sweeter or more savoury than a um? Chips are more savoury than sriracha. Yeah. Yeah, I'd be inclined to agree. In that case, you're out, and you got three. You're listening you're to listening Frock Unwrapped, the Food Review UK podcast. Review it on iTunes if you dare. Which is rubbish. Well, I had high hopes for you tonight as well. Yeah, uh, so did I. High hopes. He's got. Uh, what's that? High hopes. He's from got, film. Is that an album? That was, yeah. I feel like there was an ant. I feel like it was an animated he's got ant. High hopes. He's got high hopes. He's got. He's got High hopes. Is that the song just High Hopes repeated 30 times? Or? <laughs> Love it, mate. He's got High <laughs> Hopes. Oh, I can't find it. Now I'm, now I'm stuck. Now I'm doing a Michael and I'm Googling. It was Lipton, Lipton's Tea. No, that was from 2018. That can't be right at all. At all. No. No. I can't see anything. No. I can't see anything. Um. Well, unfortunately, Luke, you weren't managed to. What well, I was managed to get past three, which is probably probably just about the average of two thousand and nineteen, isn't it? I can't can't think of too many people that have gone past that. No, utterly utterly awful year for Sweet Ross Avery. Bit of a low streak, yeah. isn't it? Bit of a I'm low hope. that. Very disappointed. Gone of the days where Jason would come on here and smash fifty or whatever it was that he was he was doing on. 
He's probably is he still the record holder to this day? Um, I think so. I, th- I don't <sighs> think anyone's ever beaten Jay. Yeah. <sighs> not many. Not many people have even got close. No. Oh no. well. Oh. Well. Um, well, I think unless anyone else has anything to add, that that is the end of our show. Thank you very much, Luke, for joining us. Please. Sure. Please remind our dear listeners um, where they can find you, where they can find your channel, what the channel's called, and why they should subscribe. Um, well, Sweaty Thumbsticks, uh, we're on YouTube and also Instagram. I tend to... Instagram's probably more regular content, whereas, obviously, YouTube's more video-based. Um, sorry, Mike is very distracting right now, uh, as always. As always, yep. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we're looking to do Instagram, especially is more sort of my retro collection, things like that for like retro games, things like that. Some some collectibles, stuff like that. And the YouTube channel is kind of just me and Mike pissing around as we do me enduring his company and trying my best not to go mad um, as I'm staring at his face right now. <laughs> and Pengi. Yeah. And Pengi. Um, this is, this yes, is just... the most offensive shit I've ever it's nice for the listeners. Back, actually. It's husky for the listeners. I'm, I've got, I've quite obviously got my husky dog called Husky, ob- and they're saying it's a penguin. Quite obviously, I've quite obviously got my husky dog. What a great <laughs> phrase. Um, lovely. Yeah, everyone, please, please do head over there. Um, I know it means supporting Michael in some other way. And we don't like to do that, but uh, Luke is a genuinely good guy, and I, uh, you know, support him in, <laughs> as I say, in 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 life of dealing with Michael Jameson. Um, Stuart, Michael, it's been a pleasure. Thank you for joining me. Thank you for joining me. Correct. And thank you for joining me. And uh, to the listeners, thank you for joining me. And uh, just remember, a finger of fruck is just enough to give your child a treat. Good night. <laughs> oh, dear. Can we not? <laughs> we not have and that is the advertising s- campaign for Jimmy Savile. Jimmy Savile. <laughs> nice. <laughs>